This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. to another episode of the Storm Center. I'm your host, John Kay, joined once again by Mr. Drew Everhart. Drew, how are you doing today, buddy? Oh, not too bad. Just uh, getting ready to talk about some sports here. It's going to be really fun. Absolutely. Busy weekend for the Thunder. And, I mean, it's that it's that time of year. Spring sports starting to kick up where we have baseball tomorrow. We have softball. We'll get into that. A really weird season because of COVID, but football starts this Saturday. Very, very excited for that. Also, we're going to start on the hardwood, wrap up the basketball season. We're going to start with the all-MIAA teams. Drew, highlight some of the Thunder players that made it on the women's side. So, quick congratulations to everyone who made a team. We're going to go with Tara Benovich and Kayla Wyman, both made MIAA first team. Congrats to them. And Kelsey Taylor of MIAA second team. And once again, just a quick shout out. Thank you, Shea Herber and Sophia Craig, for all you've done. Great seasons from both of you. Can't wait for what you guys do in the future. But congratulations to all of those people. Absolutely. And very well deserving. Uh, Tara, obviously, one of the leading scorers. Kayla Wildman can fill it up in bunches. Kelsey Taylor, one of the most dominant bigs. In the MIAA, well-deserving of the first-team spot, but there are other people that also extremely dominant. So next year, I think next year is going to be KT's year to make that first team, get that first-team bid. I would hope so because I feel like a lot of those people that were above her in her position are leaving, so she'll probably have that locked up. On the men's side of things, Nick Bowman Big-time season from Bowman, averaged over 20 points per game. He is your MIAA MVP, second time in the last three years that the Thunder have housed the MVP. Absolutely incredible. Emmanuel Magnanglo, Defensive Player of the Year. Me and Drew were talking about it pre-show. Not just a rim protector, but can also do it on the perimeter. Manny just, wow, fresh, only a freshman. It's only unbelievable. I can't believe it. I wasn't. I couldn't be that good as a freshman. I not many people will be that good as a freshman. I'm looking forward to four years of Manny Mania on the block. And I mean, next year, obviously, we are. We've talked about it on broadcast. We talked about it on here last week. Bringing everybody back next year for that men's team. Same, a lot. Some very similar to the women's situation. Only losing two, but again, just continuity bringing everybody back and it's gonna be it's gonna be another fun year of thunder basketball next year it's gonna be a great reloading year not not rebuilding reloading we're just gonna next year we will have a tournament i don't care what anyone says we're gonna have it so uh yeah we're we're running it back absolutely and that's something that everybody's gonna want to tune into two very talented basketball teams First team all in, MIAA nods for Bowman, obviously, as the MVP, and Brent Cox, who really showed why in the championship game he's getting that first team nod. Just so good on the block. One of the best rebounders around him and Manny are going to be crashing the boards for the next couple years. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And then a second team nod for Big Shot B. Willie, Bryce Williams, Mr. Mr. Everything for this team. 
comes up big whenever they need him when they need the shot he's the one that hits it it seems like and very deserving nod for second team all in my double a you see him on the offensive end he does really well but also on the defensive end we notice over the week in the tournament that he's guarding every big man basically and it's he probably has a lot of bruises right to the chest because he just takes shoulders there all the time so well deserving for bryce hopefully he'll be able to make first team next year absolutely not many not gonna see many uh not gonna see many wings go down in the post and beat around with the big fellas bryce tough man of the year i think actually i think aiden probably takes that award after getting some of the some of the teeth knocked out that one game yeah i feel like he wins by default but if that doesn't happen bryce is for sure there absolutely and on sunday trying took on randolph macon actually it was saturday my mistake no, it, was it, was sunday. Sunday. it was sunday it was sunday get my days mixed up it's all right Took on Randolph making in a matchup of the one and two teams in the nation. They ended up falling 69-55. to Nick Bowman had 15. Bryce Williams had 12 on four or five three-point shots. Just a learning experience. Big-time learning experience for this team, and that's something that I think will be invaluable going forward next year, especially if you know when there is a tournament next year. I don't say no if, when. But, yeah, I saw someone tweet, um, it's – of learning experience because driving, I don't know how many hours that was to Virginia, it really gets you ready for a tournament-type vibe. Also, a shout to Randolph Macon for allowing us to have the opportunity. They could have just said, no, we're keeping our number one spot. You can keep your number two. But they decided, you know what, yeah, we will play. We want to have another chance at it. And it was a great game overall. Absolutely. Very uh... – Very good season for this team. I wish I could have watched more of the game. I was a little busy on Sunday. But very proud of this team. Again, obviously very excited to see what happens next year with both of these teams. Can't stress it enough how good they're going to be next year. Hopefully that will be a game that we'll see in late March. Absolutely. Uh, To the baseball side of things, Trine swept on the weekend. They lost two games to Kalamazoo. First contest, both contests, very close. And the first real game action that the baseball team has seen in over a year, Drew said that they may have just started practicing a little over a week ago, which it's going to take a while to knock the rust off. I was saying, especially baseball is one of those sports where, like, you have quite a long break in between your seasons and. Yeah, just got knocking rust off. Getting games in this early is good to do that. But, yeah, they'll get the hang of it, and they'll be pretty good this year. Seeing the ball come out of a pitcher's hand from an opposing team is completely different than seeing it come out of a machine or even your own team's hand. Lost the two games on Saturday to Kalamazoo, 3 to nothing in Game 1, and then a barn burner in Game 2, 14-10. A lot of hits in that second game as the Thunder... Picked up 17 hits, five airs apiece for both teams. Obviously, as we just talked about, first game action. It's gonna be gonna be tough sledding. And then they came home to wrap up the weekend and two tough losses to a, an Albion team that was just on top of it. In game one, it was a 4-0 loss. Drew Bradford went six and two thirds strong. I'm surprised he even got pulled at the end of it. Gave up five hits and five strikeouts. Avery Fulford went two for three in that game. And then in game two, Drew Sebulak got the start. Sebulak got the start. 
Went three and a third, gave up eight hits and six runs. Only two of those earned pretty sloppy defensive game for the Thunder. But again, things that'll get cleaned up as the season goes along. A.J. Mitchell, Brendan Warner, and then Fulford added two hits apiece. They play this weekend, and we'll get to that when we get done wrapping up this weekend. The NCAA men's hockey went to Adrian in the first round of the NCHA playoffs. Tough matchup. Adrian, again, one of the best teams in the nation when it comes to hockey. Tron kept it close, but ultimately ended up losing 4-1 to one in the first round. Garrett Halford had the lone thunder goal. And then on the women's side, a tough loss against Aurora, losing 2 to nothing. It was a really close game all the way through. Nobody scored in the first period. And then Aurora got one in the second, and it stayed one nothing until the end when Aurora bagged an empty netter. Man, that's tough, especially when it was so close for so long. But, you know, these teams, they will be back, and uh, excited to see them next year. Yeah, it'll be nice to get get some actual Thunder Ice Arena experience for you. It's a good, good building to watch hockey. And, Drew, what do you have for us from this weekend? Um, and one more MIAA uh, nod here. We have freshman Haley Livingston from the track team being selected as the women's most valuable field athlete. I don't know much about track and field, but I know that if you're winning the most valuable field athlete as a freshman, you're pretty dang good. So, yeah, that's about all I got for that. <laughs> Primed for excellence. Join the club. I don't know much about track and field either. I did I did the, like, 4 by 200 in, like, 6th grade, but... Never done it. We're never going to talk about that ever again. The only time I stepped on a track was for gym class and conditioning for basketball. So, <laughs> never again. Never, never again. And you're definitely not going to see me running on a track now. Um, so, this weekend, actually tomorrow, Wednesday the 17th, softball has their first game picked to finish in the top of the MIAA conference. It's going to be a tough battle between them and Hope. Hope, very talented softball team. Uh, Drew and I have the call for that game on the Trine Broadcasting Network. First pitch is at 5 o'clock, I believe. 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock. And they play Anderson. 3 o'clock. Playing Anderson University. Going to be a good one. Number 22 in the nation for D3 right now. Looking to start off on the right foot. Baseball, they play again on Friday. They travel to Olivet. And then they have a four-game set over the weekend with Wabash College. Football, they start Saturday. Conference play against the team picked to finish on top of the conference in Albion. Albion's been really tough the last couple years on the gridiron. Trying, looking to come back from a rough season last year, but started off this fall the right way, going 2-0, looking to keep that momentum rolling. And I'm even more excited to watch it from the stands, finally, without outside sports, finally allowed to go to the games. It's going to be really fun to watch spring sports. Absolutely. And you can catch all this action on the Trine Broadcasting Network. Make sure to follow them on Twitter, at Trine Broadcast. My Twitter is at K underscore. Someday I'll get rid of that stupid underscore. Make sure to follow Drew on his Twitter, at DEverhart00 definitely the one to follow over there he's got he's got good stuff he also has his own his own podcast called the assist yes, sir which i'm excited to listen to i've been very busy so looking to catch the first episode of that and then march madness our special with me and cal coming out thursday pretty sure thursday we'll find out we'll get it done anyways good luck to all the thunder teams this week 
go get some wins, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.